Welcome to Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy, where we talk social media marketing, all things business, and inspiration. And now your host, Alaska Tracy. Welcome, everybody, to Biz Vision, episode number nine. And I'm thrilled that you're here. I know that I say that every single week, and I mean it every single week. I am thrilled that you're showing up to listen to my podcast. I, I really, I just can't thank you enough for that. The topic today is staying motivated. Uh, how do you stay motivated when you're just plain not motivated? And I wanted to share an experience that I've had recently of getting stuck, not wanting to do what I've set out to do, and, and how I overcome those feelings. I don't ignore those feelings. They're there. I think my head tries to shut, shut off the feelings and tell, tell myself that, that they're not there, but they are there. So I've implemented the podcast. I'm on a 90-day schedule to podcast every week, do a newsletter every week, a Facebook Live every week, and blog. So I'm in week nine. And from what I've heard from others that are in the podcast world, getting past episode seven is huge. So episode eight was great. I was thrilled. I was on cloud nine, so to speak. <laughs> I was just really elated to be to break through and to get to episode eight. And I had several interviewees show up to ask to be interviewed, or I was enlightened to go to somebody and ask them if I could interview them. Not that the first seven weeks were easy. The first eight weeks were easy. They weren't. However, I, I felt very empowered and, and very, almost, if you will, that honeymoon phase when you start something new and, and you get on that honeymoon phase. And then slowly the honeymoon starts to die off and reality sets in and a schedule sets in and normalcy sets in and it often seems sort of boring after the honeymoon stage wears off. My old habit in the past when, when things got dull or boring, I would switch things up. Years ago, I would move. I spent much of my life moving. I haven't had to move in 20 years, which is, has been amazing. However, in business, when things get boring, a lot of times my habit was to recreate, whether it be a new business, a new career, whatever. Recreate. Oh, this is boring. I'm just going to stop doing this because I'm frustrated. I'm bored. I'm just going to do something else. So having goals or visions, you know, I'm a big vision board gal. I teach vision boarding, which essentially I teach uh, business planning through using vision boards. So because I teach it, I do that. I live that myself. And I believe that's been key for me in keeping me focused and moving forward when I get bored, when the honeymoon wears off. So past episode eight, on to episode nine of the podcast, and I, I'm just stumped blocked, don't want to do it anymore, bored, out of ideas, forget this, I'll just podcast every other week. And then my mind just goes all over the place, all over the map. 
So what do you do with that? What do you do with those feelings, those thoughts? I can entertain them. I can buy into them. I can believe them. I can start justifying that they're real and that maybe I don't have to podcast every week, that maybe I've made this too strict for myself. <laughs> I'm a really good justifier. I don't know if you are. I know that I am. So all this happened to me yesterday, Sunday, actually during the weekend, and then really hit me on Monday. All that after going to a spiritual retreat with my husband for the weekend. Now, you'd think I'd be rocketed, right, and excited and enthused. And I believe what happened, I got, I got quiet all weekend, and I listened to these amazing spiritual leaders and it almost felt like somebody stirred the water, and the water's now mucky. So everything I knew Friday, I don't, I don't know or believe it on Monday. When Monday came along, it just seemed like everything I learned over the weekend, I couldn't go back to what I knew on Friday, if that makes any sense to you. So... It just seemed as though, where do I go with all that? All that, all that happened, all that I heard this weekend. What do I do with that? Part of me, when I woke Monday, just wanted to throw my hands in the air. My MO is always to go get a job. And because I've been a business owner since the early 2000s, 2002, I believe it was, I know myself and I know that that's a flag for me when I start thinking, I want to go get a job. And Monday it was to go work in a greenhouse. I spent Monday morning running around uh, very, no, no, it wasn't Monday, it was Saturday. I, I spent Saturday morning, oh, I'm sorry, back up. I spent Friday going to greenhouses. It's the growing season here in Alaska. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool to work in a greenhouse? I think I would like to do that. I think I'd like to just take the summer off and work in a greenhouse. Well, that's always my flag <laughs> for checking, checking in, checking in with somebody else about my thoughts. So then we do the spiritual retreat. Monday comes along and I'm thinking, forget everything that I'm teaching, that I'm trying to do with the business. Forget it. I just want to go work in a greenhouse. Uh, that's probably a, a pretty good indication that I need to take these steps or open the toolbox that I've been given over the last 19 some years, open it up and start using those tools. In reality, I, I don't want to go work in a greenhouse. I love my business. I love that I get to work with so many different businesses and become a part of their business. So in essence, I get to be a part of all these different businesses without having to go work at a different career or job or business. I can, I can morph into these different businesses and become a part of them and still keep my own business. And part of my vision is to walk every day in the middle of the day to do the opposite of nine to fivers. I grocery shop in the middle of the day. I like working in the evenings. I like working odd hours. So that's the reality. I love my life. I love my business. So how do you get past those negative thoughts 
of not wanting to get out of bed. Uh, how do I move forward? I'm stuck. I've, I've, I've committed to doing these podcasts every week. I have no idea what to podcast about. No clue what to do this week. Oh my God, I'm stuck in fear. I'm useless, worthless, blah, blah, blah. My head, negative, negative chatter just was racing yesterday. So what I've learned to do is when I'm stuck, when the fear starts just engulfing my head and then paralyzes my body to open this toolkit. And I just want to remind you to stay on to the end of the show notes, not the podcast, although I appreciate it if you stay on to the end of the podcast, where at the end of the show notes, I'll have a free gift for you. And I might go ahead and use the free gift from uh, Roy Huff's episode, episode seven. Roy Huff has a new book coming out, and I had the opportunity to interview him in episode number seven. His new book is being launched actually this week. It's Think Smart, Not Hard. And he had a great freebie that we gave away in that episode. And I might go ahead and, and do that again this week. It seems apropos pertaining to what I'm talking about. So back to the fear, the Monday fear, the, the fear that set in of, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to be nice to anybody. I don't want to be nice to my husband. I just, I don't want to leave the house. It's raining. I just, I just want to nestle in. Forget the podcast. Screw the podcast. I'm just going to do it every other week. I'm going to justify that I just don't feel like doing it every week, that I overshot. So what I've learned to do is to do the opposite of how I'm feeling when I'm having these overwhelming, fearful thoughts and negative chatter. Do the exact opposite of what I'm feeling. To do three things on my list, only three. Three is a doable amount. I don't have to do all 50 today. I can do three things on the list. I typically can get out of the funk a little bit quicker if I read some inspirational books or thoughts from people. Um, I've got a couple books that lay on my desk. Time for Joy is one. It's got this cute little stick figure. She's round. She's just this cute little cherub, little round drawn figure and she always makes me giggle my husband gave me the book when we first got married and it's called time for joy ruth fischel writes it and they're just short daily inspirational quotes or messages typically when i read that i i tend to smile she's just this uplifting little character in the book that makes me smile And then meditation. Meditation helps so much. And meditation for me does not have to be a half an hour. It can be five to six minutes where I am sitting, often in the shower. Yeah, I sit in the shower and meditate. And meditation for me isn't about shutting off my thoughts. It's simply about watching my thoughts. And it almost acts in my life as a defragging for any of of you that can remember having to defrag our computers from time to time we used to have to defrag them and it would free up space on the computer and that's how I feel when I'm meditating it it frees up some space in my brain 
And oftentimes, actually nine times out of ten, after I meditate, thoughts appear about others. And it's the oddest thing. Because when I'm in self and when I'm in fear, thinking about other people is really the last thing on my radar. I'm all consumed in me and getting what I think I need or want and forgetting about others. So when I practice meditation, like I said, nine times out of ten, a thought will come into my mind. What came to my mind yesterday was I need to reach out to the, the gentleman who facilitated the retreat and ask for the speaker's addresses so that I can send them a thank you card. Now, that doesn't come from my voice of fear and negativity and self-centeredness. That came from some unconscious thought deep inside of me after I meditated. So meditation helps me tremendously. If I can practice that every day, it helps me a lot. It helps me to to get out of that fear for just a little bit. So do three things on your list. I pray as well. I can't tell you who or what I pray to, but I feel better when I get on my knees and I ask for spirit to direct my thoughts and guide me through the day and help me to be of service to other beings. So I pray, I meditate, I do three things on, on the list, read inspirational books. I reach out to two to ten people. I know that sounds like a lot, right? When you're in fear, when you're stuck, when you got that head chatter going on, reaching out to other people is so difficult. And it connects me to the human race. So connecting to other people, reaching out to other people. Uh, when I was stuck in fear on Monday, I went to the grocery store and I smiled at a couple people. I actually had a conversation with a gentleman in the aisle about food and nutrition. I talked to the cashier. And yeah, so it doesn't have to be this big complicated pick up the phone and call 10 to 20 people. It can be as simple as going about your errands, which might be one of the things on your list, and smiling and asking others how they are doing in life. It can be as simple as reaching out on social media to people, private messaging them, asking them how they are. I messaged, uh, there's a, a group of us ladies that get together. Often we're all business owners and we have lunch. I messaged them the best I could do was lunch soon, question mark. And by the end of the day, we had lunch set up for this week. Now, do you think I really, when I'm feeling fearful and stuck, want to go sit around and chat with some friends? No, I don't. Again, doing the opposite of how I feel. So the reaching out puts me with other humans when I reach out, I practice asking others how they are doing, not talking about my head chatter, what fear I'm in, any problem I can conjure up. 
It's about reaching out and asking other people how they're doing and really kind of being quiet and listening to their response. Again, doing the opposite of what I really want to do, which was crawl back under the covers and sleep all day, which I didn't do that. <laughs> Exercise and avoiding sugar is often a good thing as well. Eating right. So I upped my water yesterday. I ate really well. I took the dogs for a short walk. It was a rainy, cold day. We did not go very far. I've learned it doesn't have to be going and climbing mountains all the way to the top or going and running a marathon. It can be something as short as 10 to 20 minutes to half an hour. It allows me to get outside in nature and watch these furry critters that I get to live with be happy out running around in nature. We got to see a moose. We walked out a field. It didn't have to be this wood walk. It was very simple. And the beauty was everything was so green because we got a little bit of rain up here and the moose in the field. That was not chasing us. We smiled at the moose and definitely gave the moose his or her uh, boundary. We, we definitely went a different way. So we did not irritate the moose. So another thing in my handy-dandy little toolkit is to take time to get rejuvenated. The retreat that we did, it doesn't always have to be a retreat. However, spiritual retreats are wonderful ways to get your soul rejuvenated, even if on the Monday after your retreat you don't feel rejuvenated. I know, because I've been doing things like this for a lot of years, that there's something stirred up deep in my soul that I'm going to get to work through that on the other side of that is going to be another enlightenment for my life. And I'm really excited about that. So oftentimes, retreats, uh, meditation retreats, yoga retreats, any kind of a self-awareness retreat will stir your soul and allow you to work on something that might have blocked you. You might not have, have even known that. I didn't, for sure. I've already uh, incorporated two new things that I learned this weekend, and you know what? They feel really uncomfortable. However, I heard something in the retreat that I, I knew I needed to change within myself and my life. And so taking the time, however that is, to get your soul rejuvenated. And then doing something for yourself. I went and got a pedicure and a manicure. I don't do that very often. I can't sit still that long for one. And it, it costs money. So I, I don't do that very often. And it was a real treat to be able to go and do that. And I did that after I had a couple things crossed off my list. So that is a few of my tools. Oh, I have another one. Um, 
because I'm a business owner and I set my own schedule, oftentimes my schedule, well, it might look like it's not set. It's not set in stone. I don't have a, a super structured day-to-day -day itinerary. Because I knew I was off on Monday, I knew it was very important for me to get up on Tuesday, take a shower, go be with some supportive friends, and then get my butt to my office outside of my house. So I actually showered, and I put makeup on, and I looked good, and felt good, and I went, chatted with some supportive friends, and then showed up at my office outside of my house to do real work for my clients that pay me. I am their employee. That helps shift the thinking, the negativity, the fear. I heard Lori Greer, and I've mentioned this before, and I love it. Lori Greer from Shark Tank. I heard her say, I love this. She doesn't like fake it until you make it. She likes fake it until you are that. Fake it until you become that. And I, I love that. Fake it until you become fill in the blank. It's all about acting as if I'm not stuck, I'm not in fear, I'm not wanting to crawl back into bed and be mean to everybody and everything. I do actions that are different from how I'm feeling. And within less than 24 hours, my actions become, my, I'm sorry, my feelings match my actions. I also know that when I'm in fear, when I'm stuck, by practicing these tools over and over and over and over and over, I know this to be true, that the feelings that I'm having will pass. That really everything, every feeling, good or bad, is going to pass. It always does. And that I am perfectly okay exactly how I am in each and every moment, regardless of how I'm feeling. I also know that most of my fears, if not all of my fears, never come true. So I have all these fears that tell me lies and want to really kill me. <laughs> And those fears really never come true. Yet, on some days I choose to believe those fears. That's the oddest thing. So acting as if, and then the feelings become the actions. And it's a beautiful thing. And, and just a couple things that have changed since I had the feeling of being stuck and wanting to quit podcasting, I have two interviewees lined up this week to, to do interviews for podcasts in the upcoming weeks. 
how does that happen? It happens because I did the actions. I took actions that weren't based on what I was feeling. And I've been taught that by amazing mentors in life that have held my hand through Oh, all sorts of things and introduce me to people that have walked through really challenging things in life and they've walked through them with grace. I hope this podcast helps you if you're stuck or maybe when you get stuck. I hope it gives you one tool, one new tool to add to your toolkit that will help you to move forward in those times of negativity, of fear, of loneliness, of wanting to quit. In my office, I have vision boards hung everywhere. When I'm dressed showered, put makeup on, and I'm sitting in my office, it's hard to want to quit with all these beautiful vision board visions looking at me all over the walls. I wish you could see them right now. If you don't have a vision board, I'm happy to help you do one, to create one for your business, for your life, or find somebody that can help you to create a vision board for your business, for your life. It's a game changer. It's been a game changer for me. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here for this episode. I look forward to sharing more with you the next two weeks. We've got some exciting guests that will be on the podcast, Biz Vision. Again, scroll through the show notes to get your free gift. Hit the follow or subscribe button for this podcast if you found this helpful. You can also find it on iTunes so that you can listen to the podcast Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy in your car. Thank you again. Have a fantastic week. And remember, feelings are not facts. Thanks for joining in. <laughs>